Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. And no matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. We're also brought to you by Hotel Tonight. By showing you top-rated hotels with unsold rooms, Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book your stay at an amazing rate. And even though their name's Hotel Tonight, you can book in advance. Perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, booking a place with a pool, and more. So, to start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Now, not only this week do I have my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my wizards of wagering, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry Brother Brian, Darren the Parley Kid, who are on the phone right now, but it is a quadfecta yeah. with Bill Simmons, the podfather himself. What's happening, Bill? So, trifecta, I see Saturday and... And he congratulates me for how hot I am gambling on football. Yeah. That breaks every code that I have. What are you talking Why about? Why are yeah. you saying that to me? Oh, they, yeah. It's a no-hitter. Do you congratulate the no hit, the pitcher coming off the mound in the fifth inning? Yeah. Hey, no hits yet. Hold on This is second. great. You have a no-hitter going. You you emailed me this morning or last night and said, first time I'm in the black since 2015. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> that doesn't mean you have to acknowledge oh, I it. I can't. I just have to ignore no. it. Okay. Yeah, you just have to. You are no white hot. Let's talk. We can recap yeah. last night's game. I know everyone's talked about it ad nauseum, but what was that the best game? I mean, I feel like in terms of it, it turned fantasy and and gambling and uh, daily fantasy on its head. And 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 in addition, it brought people in. Like my wife was interested in this. She didn't give a crap about football. She, she wasn't watching. interested. Same thing, I right? I don't think she was she interested. Wasn't? I think she wanted something from you. But no, she does not want anything from me. <laughs> Trust me. 54-51. What do you what do you take from that game? Uh, one of the great gambling slash fantasy Monday nights. Yeah. I still think what was the year Deshaun what did he do? He dropped on the one yard line, he dropped the touchdown. Which Deshaun? Deshaun Jackson. Fourteen Deshauns now. On oh. the, when he remember he was celebrating and he dropped the ball on the one yard line and it, it blew everybody's fantasy. It was a Monday game? It was a Monday night game. There was that one. That was there, at Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. There's been some classic Monday nights. This one just from you know, there's everybody has Chiefs or Rams in their league. There's right. like ten of them. So you had that. You had the Chiefs somehow covering but losing anyway. Yeah, all the lead changes. It was super entertaining. It wasn't well played, but it was super entertaining. And you kind of fibbed on Twitter. You were down. You you said I'm really not going to cover this, am I? You had what do you have? You had plus three with the Chiefs. I had plus three and a half. Yeah, plus three and a half. The brother Brian had plus three and a half. He bought the half a point. And when there was forty to thirty, and the Rams had the ball, you you were. You you didn't you had your doubts. I was uh, no, no come no. on you did no I I, I was confident <laughs> I, I I believe in Pat Mahomes. Dave, fellas, did you hear Sal lost on on uh, Rams and Gurley TD? That was terrible. You banged that yeah. Gurley TD every. What did he have that for? Twelve straight weeks. Thirteen. Thirteen. What are the odds that they score fifty-one <laughs> points, seven touchdowns, and don't and Gurley doesn't if figure you looked it, at right? the box score, Sal, you would have. If you didn't watch the game, you looked at the box score. You would have said the next day he had four touchdowns. I kept look. I looked at it all night. I said, "I want a recount." I'm like Florida here. I need a recount in this in this scoring here. Yeah, what are points. the odds of that? Ninety nine points in the game, nothing for Gurley. I probably could have gotten fifteen to one or something. 
because it's oh, it, yeah. it's five, it's six to one anyway that he scores. But for them to uh, outscore their team total by twenty, what did the insane. rest of the trifecta think? What do you think, Harry? Well, I mean, it, I know Brian mentioned the last night that it, and people on uh, talk radio today have been saying that it's more like it was like a Big Twelve game, but. Yeah. Sort of disagree because Big 12 games don't have any defense whatsoever. There were some unbelievable defensive plays in this game. Three touchdowns. And again, I know I, I, I harp on this a lot, but I think with Kansas City scoring just under three minutes, Andy Reid, the big tomato, had to do whatever he could to get those points immediately <laughs> instead of taking time off the clock and burning some, especially when the Rams didn't have any timeouts. And he still had three timeouts and a field goal still ties the game for him. I just thought it was terrible clock management by Andy Reid. Really? Simmons, you pointed out that, that was the, ama- the most amazing thing you said, that, that Andy Reid still had three timeouts at the end. He had two minutes left. He had all three left, yeah. and they actually got the ball back with under two minutes left, which was the first time in modern history, I think. Right. Yeah, the, <laughs> the uh, there was a lot of weird coaching. Mm-hmm. I thought McVay, I don't know what he was doing on that last drive. Mm-hmm. He, now Gurley might have been hurt, or something might have been up with Gurley, so? or yeah. something weird was going on because they threw on I think all three plays when they could have put the game away. Yeah, and then had the the no, terrible yeah, incompletion. He, he took a big hit like on the sideline early in the game, like by his knee, and you could see he was like wincing in pain a little bit. But maybe yeah. that was it. I also thought, and I don't know if people made this point today because I didn't hear the stuff, but I I thought Mahomes was like really banged up and tired by the end of the game because. Really, they. What was weird about that game was you had ninety nine points, but both D lines were like really effective and physical. Mm-hmm. And near the end, like I, I just thought he looked like uh, he ran out of gas because he had guys open on those last two drives. They are scary. They are really scary. So they had five turnovers and still scored fifty one. Could they have scored seventy points last night? I know. Uh, we're gonna see seventy out of them. We're gonna see seventy from somebody, right, guys? Let's go. Let's go over real quick the odds now for Super Bowl champ. New Orleans still in the lead at plus two fifty. I could see every case for them. Rams plus three fifty. Chiefs five to one. Steelers seven to one. New England seven fifty. Chicago sixteen to one. Chargers twenty five to one. Those are the only teams that can win it, right? Seven. You might say Vikings or Packers. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so at this point. Where's the best value in there, Harry? What do you think? Best value. You know my uh, my Super Bowl select Super Bowl selection is Pittsburgh against Steelers, which are currently sitting. Believe like that seven to one odds. This team is tough. They still plug away despite nonstop issues off the field. Pittsburgh hasn't lost on the road all year, and with Kansas City losing, that inched Pittsburgh a little closer to the one seed in the AFC. Mm. Uh, a lot mm. of talk in the AFC surrounds Mahomes, KC, Bills, Pats, Brady, but quietly Pittsburgh has won five in a row Six. and has averaged thirty-three points themselves a game. Yeah. over that stretch. Um, you know, the Steelers uh, seem to have a knack to get things done two years ago. I know you mentioned a couple of episodes ago, a couple of shows ago, Sal, they beat KC on the road in the playoffs yeah. as an underdog and managed to do so without scoring a touchdown. They have the number. Yeah, this KC team is a whole different animal, but the Chiefs and Andy Reid have done nothing in the last 15 years in the playoffs except choke. So you just never can count out the Steelers or Big Ben. I think just can't do it. So Pittsburgh at seven to one, I'll take a shot with. Isn't that amazing, Simmons? Someone as knowledgeable as Harry 
one of the gen- the general trifecta. It goes a whole three, four, five paragraphs about AFC. Doesn't mention your Patriots once. How about that? I thought it was more amazing. He said Andy Reid, all he's done in the last 15 years is yeah. choke. First of all, it's been 18 years. <laughs> and second of all, he's also, he's sucked and choked. He hasn't just choked. He's also sucked <laughs> and shit the bed. So there's been other scenarios there. I mean, that was one of the things lingering over last night, right? It, yeah. was, it was like, oh, Andy's on one of the sidelines. Something Right, something bad is probably going to happen to them. But anyway, uh, I don't blame I him for leaving out the Pats. Time better last night too. Yeah. You don't blame him for leaving out the no, Pats. The, the Pats aren't. I mean, the four I the Pats for a second. I, what, I mentioned them. Wait a minute. So we're not going to see better than plus seven fifty for the Patriots for the rest of the year. You don't think? If we did a fantasy draft right now, mm-hmm. I'm interested in the trifecta's take on this. And we're doing. We're going back and forth. Just pick the best offensive players in the Chiefs or Pats. You're building a team. Right. Yeah. When does the first Patriot get picked? Well, I care. Go ahead, answer that. That's a great question. I, you know, I have Gronkowski on my fantasy team, Sal, and at, at this point, I'm right. playing Kittle from the 49ers yeah. over him. Yeah, way so better. Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think Bill's right. I think the uh, the first Patriots getting picked. Uh, I think you're taking about five, four, at least four Chiefs offensive players uh, wow. over any you would New take, England player. You would take right Mahomes. Now. You would take Tyreek Hill. You would definitely Tyreke take Kelsey. Hunt and Hunt. Kelsey. Yeah. Right. All four, four of those guys. guys are better than any offensive Patriot player. Yeah. Right. That's, yep. And then how many Steelers would you take? Would you take three Steelers? Mm. You take. You wouldn't take Ben over Brady yet. No. I'd Brown 100%. Juju Schuster. No? Mm. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. So you're going against Harry. Brother Brian, what do you think? What's the best odds for Super Bowl right now? Or yeah, it's value. funny. I'm, I'm on. I'm with uh, Harry on this one too. I like the Steelers at seven to one. Look, if they beat the Pats week fifteen, I think it's week fifteen yeah. at home, they'll be in the driver's seat for the two seed, and I think that's really all that they need because then they'll have the Pats likely coming to them again in the playoffs, which I think they can definitely win that game this year. Uh, and then at Kansas City again, that's a team I think that Kansas City does not want to play as Pittsburgh, but. Again, Pittsburgh, we talked about this last week, but Pittsburgh is actually, it's weird how well-rounded they are this year because they are first in the league in sacks. You wouldn't think that. They have 37 sacks. Mm-hmm. They're sixth in total yards given up, fourth in the AFC. They're, they're top 10 in points given up as well. So I think as long as they get that two seed, I, I, I don't know. I like that value at 7-1. Mm. He left out the parts that the Patriots have owned the Steelers for the entire 21st century. <laughs> well, that's, that's the fine. weird thing well, about it, this. So it, it, I'm looking at this like if the if the Chiefs don't have to go to Foxborough, I think they win that game. I mean, this is a weird team. They scored 91 points against the Patriots and the Rams and came out with zero wins. When are you ever going to see that? I I, I, think I just I think they're the value team at five to one. Yeah, but we know that's not real value. You can just bet that game to game. You'll be so afraid of Mahomes. More than anybody oh, else coming in. They have more talent. I, yeah. it's not, I'm not saying Belichick and Brady and everybody can't figure it out. But yeah. I just don't think 5-1 to one are good enough odds. Parlay Kid, did I ask you yet? We no. haven't asked you. No, you haven't, Sal. But listen, all year long, Sal, I've been on the Rams bandwagon. I still yeah. think at plus 350, you're getting good value. You know I have literally the whole team on yeah. my fantasy team. Yeah, he had like 20 points rolling. going into Monday night and ended up with like 160. It was mm. stupid. Yeah, and, and you know, in our league, you know, ninety to ninety-five points is probably the average amount that right. scored, and I scored like last night about one hundred and twenty points. Right. Yeah. It's in one night of football, with just having a uh, Tyree kill on top of like four different Ram players. So, mm-hmm. um, hey, listen, 
the only, you know, again, I think listen, the next big game here is December 9th when the Rams go to Soldier Field hmm. and play the Bears. That's going to be an interesting game. Like, you know, going into that cold weather, uh, I think the Bears will be pumped up for that. But now this Rams team, their offense is fantastic. I've been a little down on McVay lately. You know, I'm a big McVay fan. I think he's is uh, some of his coaching decisions have been a little off. I know he's aggressive. Yeah, he's a kind of a a riverboat gambler himself. But sometimes now borderlining on maybe a little little stupid. I think. But I think but, he. But gets then, it then again, he doesn't go on go for it on fourth and one. Simmons and I were just talking about it before. Like that, anytime anyone punted last night, I was it's, like, oh, "What are you doing?" Isn't man? that strange? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that there's some maybe Gurley was hurt. Decisions maybe was hurt. Maybe that, that he's was making. Yeah. Gurley, you know, that's a great question. I think there was some things circulating. They was hurt, but no. Second half caught a few passes. Yeah. Twenty yard gain, thirty yard gain. I don't. Is he even out there really? If he's hurt, no. I'm I know. not sure. They might have been using him as the decoy. Mm-hmm. At some points, I do think the Chiefs were spying Gurley. They had a, one of their linebackers spying him all night. So maybe they figured, like, look, they're going to take uh, one of these linebackers. We're going to kind of eliminate that linebacker, let him chase Gurley all over the field, even if he's not getting the ball. But the Rams sell to me are the best team in football. Hmm. I think if they play the Saints again, I know it might have to be uh, in the Big Easy, but yeah. I think they're going to beat him. And Aaron Donald, I still can't get over the fact that this guy is so dominant, yet their defense just isn't that great. Though. I know. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out how you could have one guy who is so good, mm-hmm. but yet it's not really making other guys much yeah. better around him. I, I can't figure it out. And Dominican Sue is good, and uh, and they got the Nigerian Nightmare, scored two touchdowns uh, the, the other day. Oh, uh, poor Witten. Yeah. Right. Witten said his name seven different ways last <laughs> night. Witten and oh, Booger, man, were, that, was, that was the he other sure. shootout last night. You hated that crew. Rams versus Chiefs was a shootout, and then Booger versus Witten with the cliche <laughs> karaoke was yeah. one of the epic battles of all time. This is a big play here, guys. Big play here. <laughs> Just I, every cliche, and then Witten telling us he was a tight end for the hundred and seventieth time during yeah, the yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, I felt like they were in right. On, on, talk, on talk radio today, Witten was getting. Uh, forget about uh, talk radio, Harry. We're we're talk yeah, radio. Yeah, we're talk radio, Enough, Harry. We don't Harry. need to your talk <laughs> radio examples. We're, we're the better. We're the better product there. It was the biggest disparity between the entertainment of a game and yeah. the quality of the broadcast crew. And I felt bad for Tessator because I so think he's true. good. The other two guys are just should not well, be in a booth. I, it's like they were over their head. They weren't ready for a big oh game. Like God. much like that stupid movie like A Star is Born when Lady Gaga has to go on stage and, and perform that in front of 19,000. Like I don't care this what it feels, feels like. like it's dick. true. Performs in front of 19,000 people, although she would never, ever do her own song. She she said that eight minutes before, but there yeah. she is. You didn't but, think uh, that was realistic? No, and I didn't think Witten handled it like you would handle it. <laughs> I actually thought at halftime they should have asked Troy Aikman to come in and just handle <laughs> the second half. Tag just him in. Just have some confidence. <laughs> I, uh, for Super Bowl value. What do you like? First of all, I don't think we can have this discussion and pick any Is Tate team. here, by the way? Yeah, yes, Tate, I'm Tate. here. Oh, late, I made it. Late Frazier. Late Tate. Tate. Yes, late Frazier. Yes, all right, thanks for joining us, Late. Um, <laughs> Beverly Hills is horrible. <laughs> I like, uh, I think the Bears 16 to 1. Here's the case for it. Uh, Here's the case. Why, do you like this one? No, I don't know. No. Harry the, does. All right, let's say, last week. let's say they're the three seed. Mm-hmm. And who do they have a better chance of beating, the Rams or the Saints on the road? 
I would say the Rams, right? Well, we'll slow it down. First yeah, of all, you'll have one. you'll have maybe no, no, Aaron Rodgers. Co- you're coming. Aaron Rodgers no, is coming. I'm going to circle back to first that. Saturday. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm thinking round two first. Okay, think round. Th- we're so you co- let's go backward from the Super Bowl. What, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the you go to the Rams game round two. Yeah, there's I'm going to say fifty thousand Bears fans at that game. That's a pseudo home game. All right, now circling backwards, mm. Bears are three. Um, they're going to play the six seed, which I want. I don't think that team's going to be good. They'll be in Chicago. I think they win that one. If Rodgers or Wilson goes to oh, Chicago, that's it. that could be fun. Come on. Vikings. It'll be fun, but stop. I, I don't think Cousins no. could get it done. But no. I mean, whatever. Cousins in Chicago, please. Well, so then you have in the fourth quarter the other day. You're uh, you're Limp Biscuit Cowboys in the four seed, right. playing whoever the best wild card is. The mm-hmm. five seed beats them. Carolina, let's say. Then. Carolina goes to New Orleans. Mm. It's a big Drew Brees love fest. Everybody's going nuts, and Cam goes in there and beats them. And we still and haven't then seen Chicago that beats game. the Rams, and now Chicago's hosting. Well, that's Cam yeah. the NFC title game, sixteen to one. So I know, but I think you'll be able to bet it along the way. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I'm just I'm, telling I mean, you. First of all, you're, you're here's your value. It falls buddy. apart because they can't. Trubisky can't outslug Goff, right? Tate, you're the biggest. Uh, <laughs> You're the biggest true biscuit out there. I, I believe in Goff. Last night was great. I mean, that was a, that was a one man show. He went head to head with. Mahomes. Believe in Goff. It was nice. <laughs> I have one and more value, you guys. Trifecta. What do you think of the Colts at eighty to one? Yeah. Well, well I, eighty I think to one. You and Sal kind of were talking about the Colts even a couple weeks ago, weren't you? Twenty. Yeah. Did you guys take them to win that division? Twenty I to one. Tell you were talking about taking them. We did get them at twenty to one. I'm afraid they're not going to win it because this stupid Texans thing is that they're just running amok. But I know. But they'll get true. they'll get a wild yeah, card at the Texans schedule is pretty easy the rest of the way. Yeah. But what if they win the division? Could they get a four seed? And then yep. they win the four or five. Now they're going whatever. They're going to play Andy Reid, Andrew Luck against Andy Reid. Right. Like anything can happen in that. Eight to one just seems like crazy yeah. value. I think what's more likely, and here's your road, and it's an ugly one for the Patriots. Mm. This is how I predict it. Yeah, it's a bumpy Colts road. Colts coming to Foxborough. Oh, boy. All right, you'll, you'll probably beat them, but that's not going to be easy by any uh, means. And then I think you're at the Chiefs. Yeah. Now you're going on the road, and then at the Steelers. I don't. Uh, where, where do you get tripped up there? One, two, or three? I just don't ever want to lose to the Steelers. So I would ra- if I, we were going to lose anyway, I'd rather lose before Pittsburgh. You want? I like that. owning the. I like owning the Steelers. Yeah, I don't want to lose to them. That's nice. Bill, would you be fine to lose to the Colts to Flategate? Yeah, that's no, I don't want to lose to them either. Okay, Andy mm. Reid is fine. I, I'm okay. That would be the one I'd be able to stomach. All right, let's take a break real quick, and then we're going to do something really fun. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to go Rocky on you. All right, mm. hang out. Hey guys, finding a dress shirt that fits is nearly impossible. Something's always off, be it the collar or the sleeves. Thankfully though, ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier with Proper Cloth. At propercloth.com, you could easily create a custom shirt size in seconds by answering 10 simple questions. Choose from over 20 collar styles, 10 cuff styles, and 500 fabric styles, from classic to business to casual, to completely customize your shirt and get the style that you want. The team at Proper Cloth works with the best fabric producers from around the world and only buy fabrics that meet their high quality expectations. Each one of their shirts goes through extensive quality control testing, so you're getting the absolute best quality and craftsmanship. Best of all, Proper Cloth guarantees a perfect fit, meaning that if somehow your shirt doesn't fit perfectly, they will remake it for free. The whole process is risk-free. This is the future of shirts. 
These shirts are made completely custom for you, starting at just $80. So stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Start looking your best with a custom-fitted shirt. Go to propercloth.com slash sal today. Enter gift code SAL to save $20 on your first shirt. All right, we're back with the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brian, Parley Kid Darren, and Bill Simmons, special guest, has decided to jump in. Had fun talking about the uh, Monday night game, Rams-Chiefs, maybe one of the greatest of all time. Parley Kid, by the way, I don't know if you know this, uh, Goff, the only quarterback to throw for five touchdowns and lose, the only other one, you know who it is? Oh, well, Mahomes. Oh, right? I'm sorry, Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes Mah- and Tony Romo. And Tony Romo. Yeah. So sad against Courtesy the Broncos. Andy Albert on Twitter. That's oh, he said that too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Can we? Yeah. Can't the Captain Morgan's Casino be which team could Tony Romo help the most right now in a playoff push? Oh, stop it. Oh, what do you mean? Could he go <laughs> to the Redskins right now and and get the four seed? I guess it would be the Reds. Would, would it be the Redskins? I don't know who else. Jacksonville. Any yeah, Jacksonville's team. done. Yeah. Jacksonville's probably done. So anybody, Ravens, any maybe the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. Ravens as a wild card. No, they yeah, love he, could, the, he could win the division with the Redskins. Probably. I don't know. He told me his first two games would not be uh, good. But listen, let's talk real. <laughs> let's talk real, Captain Morgan. Our sponsored ah. segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I, and now Bill Simmons, set sail tackling fake gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week, well, Creed Two is out. And Simmons, you interviewed uh, Michael. You saw the movie first of all, and you interviewed Michael B. Jordan today. I, I should have. I should have picked up on this. I should have interviewed uh, Bert Young or somebody. He's dead. Oh, he is. Now, he may not. No, he's, he's dead. alive. Is he? he alive? Tate, this, is he alive? this should be the make believe casino. <laughs> is Bert way. Young dead? <laughs> Either way, I should let's pretend Bert right, Young's well, how about dead. The priest? I, think I think he's alive. How about the priest? He's alive. The, present. The, the priest from uh, Rocky One. Oh, <laughs> or someone. Shout out to Bert Young. He's still alive. <laughs> All right, Tommy Morrison. Let's say I get Tommy. Mar- oh, okay. no, he's definitely dead. No, he's definitely right. He died. Okay. Yeah, he's dead. Bert Young's no, alive, I think. Somebody. I'm going to get Bert Young. Great. Yeah, he's alive. Oh, wait. Yeah, no. He is. All right, anyway, that movie's coming out. You saw it? You liked it? Yeah. Of course I like. I like every Rocky movie except Rocky Five, which never happened. You didn't like the Tommy Morrison one. No. Oh, I, no. I enjoyed it. No. Why didn't you like it? It's bad. It's, that was more real Wait, life. Now, who, are you must be the only person to like Rocky Five. Yeah, really? That's, that's not a good opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, what it had like the Don King element to oh, it. It's so it was bad. Like, Tommy Morrison was pretty good actor. <laughs> it's so bad. All right, we'll talk about this in a second. But you like this one? They made Stallone like borderline, like. Mentally damaged yeah, in that he movie. Was. They took he took it like seven steps too far. She had to go back to the pet <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah, there was some was wrestling. Bad. It was a wrestling element. Yeah, I think Not he had like great. Terry Funk train him for Not those great. outdoor uh, scenes. But um, but you liked the movie? Yes, you did. There's a lot of Dolph Lundgren in it. Really, like way more than I was prepared for. Really, like a he, lot of Dolph Lundgren. And he's acting. Like, he didn't even he's act. acting. He acted he's, as more than he did in four. Yeah, he's in more. He's in probably more scenes than he's in in four. Wow. And he's and he's a little more. Well, he's as integral. Interesting. Yeah. All uh, right, I'm gonna go. But Bridget, Bridget Nielsen is not making an appearance. So if you like Rocky Four, uh huh, you will like this movie. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think we there all do. All right, but let's let, think of it this way. Now, which actor that did not appear in the Rocky franchise would have made for the best Stallone opponent? Now, here are the parameters. I think late seventies. To mid late 80s. I think that's our sweet spot. We're not talking like the Antonio Tarver, 
Rocky or anything like that, because then we could throw some anybody in, really. Yeah. But I want that. I want that sweet spot of like seventy-seven to eighty. So a real boxer or an actor? No, no, a real actor. Okay. So I'll go last. Okay. Parlay kid. Well, here are our options. Yeah. I, I put the they they put some on the board. Schwarzenegger five to two odds. Wesley Snipes four to one odds. John Claude Van Damme nine to two. Steven Seagal five to one or the field. At six to one. Now you have to mix a lot of things in. They have to be able to pull off the boxing stuff. They have to be a good villain. They have to be able to act. All that stuff. Parley Kid, start us off. Well, so my, my actor really didn't start his career until about 1986, but uh, I think that still can fit into this okay. uh, category. So, but I'm taking Wesley Snipes at four to one, Sal. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about one of the greatest four sport athletes of all time, right? Yeah. He led a team coached by Goldie Hawn to a city championship. <laughs> That's right. quite. That's unheard of. That's true. Right? Nineteen. Then nineteen. That was in nineteen eighty six. And in nineteen eighty nine, he learns how to hit hit the ball on the ground, stealing bases. Right. Takes a downtrodden Cleveland Indian team yeah. to the playoffs. What amazing run! Then in nineteen ninety two, teams up with with a white guy who can't jump. Yeah. And can't ball like a Harry, no less. And he's beating teams, <laughs> you know, winning the streets in, of L A. Right. Mm-hmm. The, dominating, and then he spent some time in prison, long layoff, and in 2001, while in prison, beats the heavyweight champion who was also in prison. This guy would deserve a shot at Rocky, probably kick Rocky's ass. I'll tell you what, I like Wesley Snipes. I'll jump in now. I usually go last, but I'll say Wesley Snipes also, because the only thing is he's a little light. I know uh, Stallone's no giant, but Wesley Snipes fighting heavyweight might be tough to pull off to get him to that 200-pound. I don't know. He'd have to bulk up. I think he would do it, but I think he would be a, a great villain. I think he would be a great villain. That's why he's my pick as well. All right, Harry, what do you say? Hey, at 9-2, to two, I'm going to go Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's my man. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, fast as can be, ripped beyond belief in his movies in the late 80s, especially in Bloodsport, Kickboxer, and Lionheart. And he has, he has more guts. Maybe not brains, but more guts oh. than any of these guys, and that's what you need. Because in 1997, he partnered up with, of all people, Dennis Rodman in the movie Double Team. Mm. Love that movie, actually. Dennis Rodman wasn't God all. He was terrible, but he wasn't the worst. He was <laughs> oh. actually okay. Okay. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> but actually, okay. But, but like I said, not have the brains, which most boxers and fi- fighters don't have, but guts and balls. This Belgian-born bruiser does have. <laughs> right. And at 9-2, to two, I'll take Van Damme. Uh, so, can I interject for one of second? Of course, please. Can we go back to the part that Harry liked double team? <laughs> what the fuck happened there? Uh, Even was, I didn't like that movie. I like every it movie. Enter- it was that movie is awful. Robin was oh my awful, God. but uh, terrible, but okay. Entertaining. <laughs> movie can be entertaining and awful at the same time. I don't know if Van Damme could play a villain. Did he ever play a villain, though? He never played a, a heel, did he? Nah, he's not, not a good enough actor. Until like later in life, maybe. All right, Brother yeah. Bry, what he do you He did think? play his own twin in that movie, Oh, though. right. Yeah, okay. like maybe a, his twin could yeah. do it. I don't know if he could. <laughs> Brother Bry? Uh, I love this. Uh, these are some fine actors, I'd say. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Van Damme, Seagal, these guys are really good actors. But I would, I would definitely say Arnold, plus 250. Hmm. Look, he was the biggest action star in the 80s, right? I think if you put in... Arnold into one of these Rocky movies. I mean, for as well as the Rocky movies did, I mean, they would probably pull in what, like five yeah. times the amount of money that that some of these Rocky movies made. But mm-hmm. he'd play a great villain to Rocky. Um, but the the thing is, we'd probably have to. Arnold would have had to been in like 
he would have been Rocky Four, right? Because that was kind of like yeah, would have been right after Terminator. It would have been like a perfect time for him to come in as a villain there. So we wouldn't have had Dolph Lundgren. We wouldn't have had maybe the best soundtrack of all time in history. But uh, I think Arnold at plus two fifty is the way to go. He would have had to be the Dolph Lundgren. He had he would have had to be the robotic. I'm the machine. Nothing can hurt me kind of guy, right? I don't yeah. I don't know if he exactly. could pull off the boxing scene. I don't think though, he right? pulls off the boxing. Right. And you I, guys really missed this. I feel the same way with Seagal. I think he would have been a great villain all the way the, the storyline would have been great, but he couldn't put together boxing combinations. He yeah, would just, and, and Seagal's build in the ring would have looked awful. Yeah, you're right. He wouldn't have been. Go ahead, Simmons. You, you guys it? really blew this. The what? answer was sitting right there and all you missed <laughs> it. You, you First of all, where the era is, mm-hmm. you think about what's going on in context. Yeah. What the Rocky franchise would have needed, and then you got to get a little creative. A man by the name of Mike Tyson. Oh, in, his first, uh, yeah. in his first movie role, crosses over, he plays Matt Tyson, <laughs> Iron Matt Tyson. <laughs> a clear Mike Tyson clone, but it's not Mike Tyson. It's Iron Matt Tyson. It's his twin. And... And it's Stallone bringing in the real heavyweight champ because that's the last guy who Rocky can fight. Right. And then the fight gets canceled because Iron Matt Dyson does something horrible (laughs) behind the scenes and gets arrested and there's no fight. That's pretty good. Stallone keeps the title. I just don't think he fit our time period. That's great. Iron Matt Dyson, 1989? Well, he's still in his prime in 89. He's the champ. Maybe he's married to Robin Givens in the movie, but they're breaking up in real life. There's just a lot of like stuff bleeding over. He would have to. Because he did it with Tommy Morrison. So which does so he would be the clubber Lang. Yeah, no, I did I know they did it with Tommy Morrison. I was thinking Leon Spinks would have been funny too. Yeah, the other one I was thinking was Chong Lee from Bloodsport, who I still think is one of the great movie villains of all time. I don't know how convincing (laughs) he would have been as a boxer, but that guy was just chilling. Like I I feel chilled now talking about it. Yeah. Tyson would have had to kill Adrian, I think. I think yeah, that like, would have been it. Like, actually like in a car or yeah. something, run her over on the on yeah. the street. Yeah. Something. Like send his, uh, his tiger after her or something. Yeah. yeah. That that's still that is the single greatest moment in all of the Rocky movies is when Clubber sizes up Adrian at the at this statue rally. Yeah. Hey woman. Hey woman. <laughs> Stallone's like, what? <laughs> oh, he's like, come back to my apartment. Come back to my apartment. Like, he's trying to show off. Oh my god. I'll show you a real man. Come to my my, I'll show you my a real studio man. Of apartment of six hundred square so feet. So good. The yeah. fight is on at that point. That oh good. man, what a movie. Tate, what are you gonna Tate's gonna say something stupid now? I know it. Oh yeah, of course. Always. Uh I was gonna go with Harry, guts and balls. Uh but <laughs> I also need some acting chops, so I'm gonna go Nicholas Cage. I was thinking Nicholas oh, Cage. Oh, young Nick. Yeah, yeah. He just like, you know, freaks him out uh and then also jackie chan was another option too small oh, that, that was right there i know too slight <laughs> nicholas K- what does he look like with his shirt off nicholas who Cage? knows who knows and he's a coppola though he's got acting chops you said you wanted acting chops no i know they gotta look guts at, balls and acting look chops. in the ring good look there's the also ring. there's a world in which denzel who late oh, 80s yeah. denzel hasn't really broken out as the oscar winner yet mm-hmm. and they do this whole thing where he's from philly but he's not like a clubber Lang bad guy. He's mm-hmm. actually like you're kind of rooting for him. He's working his way up. Stallone's in his way. Right. And they kind of flip it, make yeah. it like the Adonis Creed type thing. That's that pretty work. good. And I was thinking if you're going, like, like they they did have Tommy Morrison. If they went like just the a-hole white guy, they could have gone like John Rocker. Don't you think like a John Rocker John, type could have maybe gotten in there? That was about his <laughs> What about Bill Lambeer? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I just don't know. Huge height disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been tough. Harry, what were you going to say? Rodman? 
breaking. All hey. right, I was going to rockers a good one. Let's we'll stand it. There you Stop go. Oh, we're interrupting. Harry's <laughs> watching <laughs> double team. It's Harry. a key scene with Van Damme and Rodman right now. Harry, go back to double team. <laughs> Harry's like different double teams. All right, I think that was good. Rodman's got some reach. That was great. I enjoyed that. Right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming All on, right. Simmons. This is fun. That's another week of Thanks, Captain Mr. Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Thanks, no matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Let's take another break. Have you ever wanted to place a bet but didn't because you were afraid to pick the wrong team? Well, this Thanksgiving, it's finally possible to get a 100% refund on your bet, even if you lose it, thanks to my bookie's Turkey Day free play. Bet the spread on either the Bears or the Lions, and if it wins, you win. If it loses, my bookie will give you your money back up to $250. That sounds ridiculous. Is that true? You literally can't lose. It's no risk. All gravy. I've never heard of a sports book doing a freebie like this, and I doubt it'll ever happen again. It's new to sports betting. MyBookie's patient customer service can help with any questions you have. Sign up this week, and MyBookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll when you use promo code SAL. That's promo code SAL. And remember, you don't need a promo code for your Turkey Day free play. If you lose, they'll just credit the money back into your account automatically. Too good to be true. So what are you waiting for? Sign up today. All right, we're back. Against the odds with Cousin Sal. I'm here with the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. Late Frazier is here. Just arrived. What were you, in Beverly Hills? You... Yeah, I had to drop someone off uh, and then drive all the way back here and uh, underestimated the time that it would take Sal. He's not even a producer anymore, guys. He's like talent. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, just a chauffeur working the it's streets. Just a chauffeur. Uh, it's called Uber. It's a yeah, he's app. like Ubering cool. during his work hours here. All right, Bill Simmons just uh Good just business left. model. That was fun. Came back, came in. We went over Rams Chiefs, went over the Captain Morgan, who would uh, be in the Rocky franchise. But now, big Thanksgiving Day games ahead. There are three of them. No AFC teams. No AFC teams on the board. There's six NFC teams, three games, starting with Chicago at Detroit. Bears on the road, four-point favorite. Over-under is 45. I'll give my pick first. I think I'm going to go over here. I think this is a hangover game for the Bears, and I think their defense suffers a little on the three days rest, and actually a little less because they played the Sunday night game. They already won this game by 11 a month ago, I would say. Um, what did they do? on Johnson, though, is not playing, which means Zach yeah. Zenner. Is that right, Tate? Zach yeah. Zenner? Zach Didn't Zenner. he do something nice on the Thanksgiving game? Or was it a Christmas game or something? I know he had a big game at some he had point. He like three touchdowns in one game, one, it, one, one, one holiday. Was it a Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was something. But yeah. uh, my pick here is the over. I, I can't I can't in good conscience take Detroit plus four or Chicago minus four. I'm going to take the over, which is six and one the last seven Thursday games for the Lions. And uh, last seven Bears games, six of them have gone over. So I'm going... Over 45, I think it could be like uh, 26-24, somewhere in there, 27-24. Harry, what do you like in this game? I'm going to make a case for Detroit at plus four. Uh, since 2013, uh, the Lions are 9-2 and two versus Chicago straight up. Since 2012, the Lions are 4-2 and two straight up on Thanksgiving, while Matthew Stafford over those Turkey Day games has 15 touchdown passes. Only three picks, and Detroit is averaging 32 points a game during this run. Uh, I heard like that it's possible that Trubisky may not be playing now, no, uh, because he's got a shoulder injury. So uh, I think uh, if you can jump on the plus four, jump on it. Um, the 
the primetime stage did if he is playing, he wasn't so great uh, against Minnesota oh, the other night. Oh, uh, little shaky, two picks, um, and only <laughs> had 165 yards. But Detroit has now beat the Pats, the Pack, and the Panthers. Sorry, Tate, again <laughs> at home. So with Stafford, I'll roll with him and hope that they uh, that they they play well and he hooks up with Kenny Galladay, who's been playing hot. Uh, I'm going to say something close game though. Bears pull it out by three, but plus four gets the money. Take uh, the Lions. All right, Tay, do you have a rebuttal? Harry says don't trust Risky Trubisky. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's about time the Bears have a little uh, come to Jesus game. So I, huh. I can see it happening against the Lions. And plus, I, I do believe Matt Stafford keeps his job because he plays so well on Thanksgiving, and all those Lions fans watch that game and they're like, yeah, oh, it's not his fault. Stafford's good. You think that's it? That's yeah, why I guess that's, the, the, that's the, his trick. So this is his big game. The nine-figure so. deals. Huh? Yeah, and they just won against the Panthers. You got a little bit of momentum, and uh, I don't know. I, I I see that, Harry. I'm all right, you, I'm with you there, brother Brian. I love it, but. Uh, uh, that's, that's yeah, out of these three games, I like this one the least. But brother Bry, which one? Which way are you going? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really comfortable back in the Bears on this one on the road on short week. Um, and like Harry said, I guess you know there's there's rumblings about Trubisky potentially not playing. Although Chase Daniels in that offense could be okay. But mm-hmm. I'm siding with you on this one though. I like the over. Uh, it actually dropped down a little bit probably because of that news. It's over uh, 44 and a half at mm-hmm. this point in time. Like like you just said, I think they just played like two weeks ago. These two teams yeah. at Chicago is thirty four twenty two, so fifty six points in that game. If you look at the Lions' last six Thanksgiving games, they average the total averages fifty one points per game, and only once did that go under fifty. Meanwhile, the Bears, though, in their last seven games, have been averaging thirty three points by themselves. So I think forty four and a half in general on a Thanksgiving game is is pretty low. I don't. I would normally say defenses aren't prepared, but uh, I do know these guys just played each other. But 44 and a half seems low. Something stupid always had. There's always some weird defensive touch or something dumb going. Yeah, it's over 44 and a half. It's the way to go. Uh, Washington Dallas is the afternoon game. Cowboys seven and a half point favorite. 41 is the over under. Uh, Parlay kid. I, I I would yeah. tend to go under, and I would tend to take Washington here. Colt McCoy scares me. I know a lot of Cowboys fans are yeah. celebrating, and uh, it's a foregone well, conclusion that they're going to even things up sure. uh, and in the uh, NFC East. Already a favorite, like a minus-135 favorite. If they win this game, and are t- they'll probably be like a minus-250 favorite, which is crazy right. to me that this is happening. But I caution everyone, yeah. Colt McCoy beat us four years ago on a Monday night. Uh, the Redskins are six and yep. one against the spread as an underdog. I think there's both sides are going to struggle. If you look, it's really weird that Adrian Peterson figures into this in this day and age in 2018. Yeah. But you look at his numbers and wins versus losses. He averages like 144 scrimmage yards versus like 49 in losses. So it, they live and die by him. Um, I don't like to take Dallas in this spot. I would take the points and I would take the under. Which way are you going? Yeah, so uh, I kind of agree with you on this whole thing. Um, you know, the Cowboys are coming off two emotional road wins. Uh, mm-hmm. Now they're coming back home. Um, the Redskins are coming off, uh, you know, an emotional uh, loss the other day. Um, obviously, uh, losing Alex Smith. But here's the thing: the good thing for the Redskins, Sal, is that they're not. Uh, they don't really have to change their offense too much from going from Alex Smith to Colt McCoy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Harry alluded to a fact, uh, at least, I don't know, through a text message or whatever, like a week or two ago, that the Redskins' leading receiver has like 300 yards on the year. Uh, this hasn't been a strong point of their game all year long. 
Uh, so I don't think they're going to have to really change things up much. I think uh, you kind of look at that team and you go, how is this team done? How are they technically in first place right now? Yes, Alex Smith's the winner. Colt McCoy, Sal, he's a Texas boy. Uh, he beat the Cowboys on a terrible Redskin team back in 2014 on a devastating Monday night loss for the Cowboys. I don't think the Redskins are going to win this game. I think our Cowboys right now, Sal, the offensive line seems to somehow be back intact, playing mm-hmm. really good football right now. Um, Zeke is doing a little bit of everything, running the ball, catching the ball, uh, blocking for, for, for Dak. Yeah. Uh, he right now has really elevated his game at this point of the year. Uh, and their defense is as good as it's been in two decades, uh, which isn't saying a lot. Their defense has been pretty poor for 20 years, but... Uh, their defense is, is running around, making some plays, uh, putting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. I think this game is going under. I think the Cowboys win, but I think the Redskins cover the points. So. And, Paul, we haven't seen Van Der Esch and Sean Lee play together. Lawrence, we haven't seen a lot of these guys play. Wait till these guys start playing no. together, right? You'll, you'll get three wow. quarters of, of uh, good I, defensive and, and, football. And that's where you got to give the Cowboys some credit. They, yeah. they have hit on a lot of their first-round draft picks. Yeah. Van Der Esch was... Uh, you know, it was quite criticized uh, for that. Uh, Jones got criticized sure. for that pick, um, but Worked he's out. been fantastic. Ridley, right? Well, we just uh, hadn't heard of Vanderesh. It was just weird. Yeah, it was just yeah. A yeah weird no, pick. it was. Uh, you know, it, it worked out. I mean, with Sean Lee, hurt. Jalen Smith has really come on though. Sal, yeah. Here, here's an X factor for the Redskins though. Sal, they've been playing without Chris Thompson. Yeah, uh, I think people kind of underrate him. Uh, he can be that. You know, Tariq Cohen for the Bears, you know, the way he is for the Bears. Thompson has missed uh, a bunch of football games. If he's back, he's also a Texas kid, I believe, too. If he's back this game, uh, I think he could present some problems for the Cowboys. The Mm -hmm. linebackers are going to have to chase him around the field a lot. So that could make a difference, too. But I still say this game's going under. Cowboys win, skins cover. That's my my, pick. All right. Brother Bry, what do you think? Yeah, so I'm gonna go the I'm gonna lean under 41 in this game. Like the Cowboys have been atrocious on Thanksgiving against the spread the last few years, right? They I don't think yeah. I don't think they've covered. I mean, they've won a couple of these games straight up, but I don't think they've covered any of these last few years. But I can't back Colt McCoy in this game since the Cowboys have been playing uh, pretty well. I mean, I know it's only been two games, but they've been playing well. Look, the first meeting was 20 to 17, but both. Both defenses have played pretty well all season, and I think at the most in this game, I I don't see the Redskins scoring more than fourteen to seventeen points. I think it's like a very ball controlish game. It's probably like uh, twenty to fourteen game Cowboys. I don't think it's a blowout either way, but I don't think uh, I don't think there's a lot of points scored here. Yeah, I said on uh, locking in nineteen thirteen final three of the last four years, Cowboys on Thanksgiving have put up six fourteen and ten points. And in fact, the other year was against the Redskins yeah. when they exploded, uh, coincidentally. But uh, all right, moving on to the night game, New Orleans hosting Atlanta, laying thirteen points. At the beginning of the week, I was like, wow, that doesn't even seem like a lot. The over under is sixty and a half. That never seems like a lot anymore with New Orleans. Um, Harry, how do you see this going? You know, Sal, it really doesn't, but I'm, I'm going to make a case for the under. Wow. The under 60 and a half. Uh, everyone talks about the electric New Orleans offense, but in the last seven games, in five of them, they have given up 20 points or less. The Falcons' red zone offense has been awful two weeks in a row. 
mm-hmm. in which they scored 16 two weeks ago and 19 against your boys last past uh, Sunday, and those were both losses. And after Vegas got crushed on the KCLA total last night, I can see this one somehow staying under the number. Maybe the Saints jump out early and just pound the ball as they look ahead to playing in Dallas for next week's Thursday night football game. Mm-hmm. So the Saints take it easy on Vegas, I think, and Atlanta, and win something like 31-20. You keep yourself, you get a ten, maybe like a 10-point margin for the under. Lands around 50. All right. Wow. That is a ballsy. In this day and age, that's a ballsy pick. Um, Darren, Parley Kid, you agree with that? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I agree with that. Uh, I do think the Saints have just been on fire. Something about the Saints, so I've said this um, for as good as they've been. Man, they seem – Breeze has really been accurate, fitting the ball in. Uh, it's amazing what he fits the ball into. Guys getting triple covered, still completing passes. No-name receivers coming out of nowhere besides Thomas. I mean, you got uh, different guys on the field uh, the other day. I didn't even know who some of them were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, like when you watch the Saints, I, I don't get that same like, – they're so good offensively, but I don't know. They just – they don't excite me the way the Rams do or the Chiefs do when I watch them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. But that being said, Sal, the Falcons actually beat them – uh, two years ago, and the last time these two teams played in prime time in 2016. 2016. But, you know, you also had Kyle Shanahan calling the plays uh, for them. But you know, with this spread, this is a, a very large spread on a Thursday game, a short week. The Falcons are literally on life support right now in terms of making the playoffs. Uh, they do have enough weapons to make this a game. These teams always play close games as evidence in their first matchup this year, which was a 43-37 overtime victory yep. for the Saints. Um, I'm not saying it's going to kind of quite go that way, maybe not be as high scoring, but I can see the Falcons, again, kind of like the Skins, staying within that points. But, you know, the last time the Saints beat the Falcons by more than 13 points was 2011. Okay, so these games tend to be close uh Falcons have actually won two out of their last four meetings, and they also lost this overtime game this year. I think they keep this close. I think they keep it respectable, knowing that this is their last possible chance if they want to even say the word playoffs. They have to win this game. I think that will at least have them cover the spread. Yeah. I'm with uh, you, too. 13 or whatever it is right now. I'm with you, too. I would take the 13. I wouldn't put a lot on it. I would say this is a low-level play. Um, yeah. and, and mainly because I liked that the Falcons lost last week. It is a kitchen sink type yeah. of game. Really, yep. the offense has to get it together. The defense has to get a couple stops. I know it's easily said than done. The teams have to go on fourth and two against the Saints if they're not at their f- own five-yard line. Anywhere else, they need to extend these drives. Play smart against the Saints. Do something here. Like you said, they lost the first game in uh, overtime. It was close. Atlanta's 4-0 against the spread in the last four games as a double-digit dog. I like the 13, and I don't even know that it'll be that close. I just think Matt Ryan down 17 in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's that's where I'd rather have uh, right. I'd rather have Atlanta there, plus 13. Tate, 
Which one do you like in this game? Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game, a divisional game. I do like the fact that the Falcons have kind of the Browns game and then this Cowboys game, two bad losses for them. Oh, yeah. They're, forgot the Browns. Was yeah, the Browns the week before the Cowboys? The week before, yeah. So they're, and they're in that group of, you know, Packers, Cowboys, Seahawks, you know, Lions, Eagles right there where, you know, they're the 10 seed right now. So they have to win basically, you know, out to, to stay in the wild card race. So. I like them. I like them to at least cover. I don't know if they're going to win because the Saints are really good. All right. Those are the boys' picks in the Thanksgiving games. Now, are those their best bets? Time for Sharp Tank. Now, I didn't want to mention it at the top of the show, but the degenerate trifecta did not do well last week. But let's focus on Harry, really, because he had the streak going. It was like something crazy, like 12-2 and against the spread with his college picks. He had won. Harry, how many weeks in a row on on this show with your best bet? Uh, I think it was Four, maybe four out of five, five out of six. Four or five, five out of six. And then came tumbling down. And we could all see it coming a mile away, right, guys? And we we're all on it. The Syracuse Orange plus 10, nine and a half, ten and a half, whatever you had against Notre Dame. And they never had a chance. I put them on a three team teaser, getting 20. Slaughtered, slaughtered, slaughtered. Now, Harry, you're going to make your excuse. And it's a pretty good one. Eric Dungey, uh, well, world class I mean, quarterback, it, it, out in the first quarter. That's two weeks in a row, actually. My quarterback's been out in the first quarter of my best bet. BC mm. covered 20 and a half the week before. But still, Dungey, was, I had thrown that pick. It was already 10 nothing, and he went down. Um, and it wasn't looking good anyways. I mean, they were just totally outclassed and outplayed. I mean, it's, I don't know. Is, is it better to just get steamrolled like that instead of losing a close game when you have one when that's your best? I don't know. But no. I don't know. No, it's not. It, it makes you look like, back, uh, in our life makes you, look like you don't know what you're talking about when you lose by 40. I, I say <laughs> I don't know. You, could, wow. you could lose a close one, and then you'll be fine a few days later. No, that's one way to look at it, Harry. The other way to look at it is your last two best bets, uh, the offenses combined for 10 points. Right, Brother Bry? Boston College? No, actually, actually, Boston College's <laughs> touchdown was a punt return. Oh, I see. Okay, I take it back. All right, so three points. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, though, I, I wish you would tell you would have told me, because I took, I think, off your advice, I took Syracuse, I think, on Tuesday last week, but I wish you would have told me you were not only going to have sex last week, uh, but you were also going to have your first bet in, like, it seems like months. So, and you I had these both both in the same week. So I know. we knew. And then you got cocky. You played that damn music. Everything was – we knew this was losing. Yeah. I hope everybody took And Notre it was his Dame team. It was he had it circled on the calendar for so long. Tate, you knew it, too. Uh, you know when a, when a guy yeah, says to you, guy. Don't multitask, Harry. If you're going to hippity-dippity, oh, oh, don't you put know, your bets the, in. The thing that is, though, that they – they really could have and should have beaten Clemson and Clemson. <laughs> they really were that good that day. They could have done it. And All right. Well, you didn't have that game. Who cares? So All right. That was weeks ago. Saying. It was, Harry, it was fun while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. Right. But listen, we'll this is America. <laughs> Second chances. Abundant. Uh, let's do this. Here's how Sharp Tank works. You three give me your best bet for the weekend, and I will pick one of them and ride it, and hopefully uh, we steer you in the right direction. Harry, go ahead. Start us off. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna rebound and I'm gonna take TCU in college plus four and a half at home versus Oklahoma State. I think this is a letdown game for the Cowboys. They became bowl eligible with last week's upset at home versus West Virginia, 45-41. That was the four straight wild tip, uh, a typical Big Twelve game. Uh, they were then involved in. The three previous were a 38-35 win versus Texas and losses to Baylor 35-31 and Oklahoma 48-47. I don't see them having anything left in the tank this game. TCU is sitting at five wins 
and need this game to be bowl eligible. Uh, currently, a lot of media are suggesting also that head coach Gary Patterson is retiring after this game, which Patterson, I guess, said that that couldn't be farther from the truth. TCU has only missed one bowl game since 2005. I'm looking for Patterson to rally the troops and play it a tough defensive game like they did uh, two of the last three weeks. And this is a game that Oklahoma State, again, doesn't have to go all out for. And a few people, uh, listeners and followers on Twitter, have really been liking this, my try-by theory. So really. this is not just a try-by theory, Sal. This is my double try-by special. <laughs> TCU lost to Texas by 15. Oklahoma State beat Texas by three. West Virginia beat TCU by 37 three weeks ago. And last week, as previously mentioned, Oklahoma State beat West Virginia by four. So with that being said, TCU plus the four and a half at home is my best. Maybe even money line. They should probably win the game. So TCU is your pick? Yes. All right. I want to – I'm No, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of try-bys. I'm sorry if everyone had to <laughs> okay. listen to that. But here's what I – I know oh. how your head works, Harry. And I'm going to give out some information here. You fall in love with wordplay, and you like the letter Q, and that's why you like the Quebec Nordiques and had a Quebec Nordiques jacket for so many years, <laughs> many, many years after it uh, stopped fitting you. But yeah. uh, So because the letter Q. And now you're hooked on this Patterson thing, which happens to be the last name of your girlfriend – uh, and that's why you're going with Coach Patterson, right? Her last name's Peterson. Peterson. All right, it's close enough. And who's the? What, what's the? <laughs> by the way, this, by the way just for the record, well, people also want to know there has been no hippity dippity this week. What's the quits, Michigan quarterback? I thought name. it was Shea Patterson. Yeah, that's, I that's the other one. Shea Patterson's yeah, another Patterson one. Here. He gets close enough to everything that it has to make sense in his mind. So that's why he's taking TCU. And what's the point spread? Plus four and a half. All right, plus four and a half. All right, Brother Bry, to get us back to reality here. <laughs> yeah, TCU, they were, uh, their defense was pretty stifling against Baylor, but the only thing I would say is, Harry, do you know who the TCU quarterback is this week? Yeah, he, they were on, he's, they he's, were on he's, like their 10th quarterback. They're on, the third, they're on the third guy. He played last week. He went 11 to 15 last week. Had a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, they, got, they lucked out with the one touchdown. Which ex-girlfriend is he named after? <laughs> <laughs> That would be my only thing. I'd like I know. Harry's reasoning, but that would be my only thing that would concern me. That quarterback. <laughs> That's why I take the four and a half. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go this week. Oklahoma, West Virginia over 84. Like 84 mm. is high, ridiculously high. I think it opened up at 81. Everybody's betted up to 84. But I expect fireworks in this game. It should go over. Maybe it's maybe it's that simple. Everybody regretted not taking the over last night in the Rams Chiefs game. So take this over. Look, the average score of the last seven Oklahoma games is 89, and it was over 93 five of those last seven games for them. In those seven games, Oklahoma also has averaged 53 a game. So if they get 50 a game, if they get 50 in this game or 53, West Virginia only needs to score 32, and they've averaged 47 over the last four games. Mm-hmm. So again, while 84 seems high, it's not really that high for the video game Big 12 that it is. Expect both of these teams to score. I would say this game's 40-something, 40-something. But I, I think when you watch these teams, they score. Uh, Oklahoma scores like one-minute drives, one-minute drives. Well, if you look at their box score, it's like one minute, one minute, one minute. Mm-hmm. So you could expect this to be like 28 nothing. I mean, not 28 nothing, but 28 points in the first quarter, 
uh, and this could be pretty easy. All right. Parlay kid? Uh, Sal, coming off a loss with the Vikings on the money line last week. Uh, yeah. To beat the Bears. That was – so never let me pick a Kirk uh, – uh, Cousins team again. I, that was. It's hard to watch. I can't do it anymore. I just uh, I don't enjoy watching him play. I really sometimes wonder if the Vikings would have been better off with uh, Bridgewater or uh, Case Keenum, keeping them around. I'm not. I'm just not in love with that yeah. guy. But so this week, that's what I get for betting a single game. That was so weak of the parlay kid. And, <laughs> That's not what I'm I have about. a feeling you're going to so, make us pay for it with like a nine teamer here. I'm going to make you pay for this, but we're going to, but but it's also going to pay. I got you. All right, bet. all right. So it's going to pay, <laughs> right? And Harry, by the way, I wish Jean Claude Van Damme would do a spinning backhand, backhanded roundhouse kick to your head. <laughs> I just want to let you know that. Okay, so um, so six team money line parlay, Ravens. Minus 600 mm-hmm. over the Raiders. So, mm-hmm. like you were just saying before, I kind of like when I bet some of these parlays, I kind of like when a good team is coming off a loss yeah, or a bad team is coming off a win. Right. And if you can combine the two, it's even better. Okay, So the Raiders kind of got their win last week. They're like, okay, that, that might do it for the year for us. We're, we're okay. Bullshit. <laughs> right, Brian was Brian couldn't have nobody could have been more upset about that one than Brian, but so I think the Ravens keep it rolling. Um, minus six hundred, they're not losing to the Raiders, especially at home. Mm-hmm. Right, then we have so the Eagles minus two sixty over the Giants. The Eagles, man, they looked atrocious. They look so bad. Yeah, they've lost two in a row now. The Giants have won two in a row. It's time that that reverses itself. Was Mike Lombardi right? About Coach yes. Peterson over there, Tate. He was right. Was he right? I mean, he took it back. <laughs> he would never. So he can't now go back. He would never say he was right. But, he would never say. Uh, that. I, I'll say it. He was right. He was right. I, I think it's going to be right. the, one I mean, of the big head scratchers of our uh, of the century we, that he won that Super Bowl. We talked about it on the pod today. Uh, Fr- Frank Reich was calling those third that's down right. plays. There you and go. Now you look at the well, Colts. And what, we're going to yeah. get to that in yeah. a little bit. Exactly. Uh, do you have the Frankie Colts too? Yes, I do. Okay. He's got the whole big I got 12. the Colts minus 420 over the Dolphins, Sal. Like that. Um, you know, I, I beat up on Andrew Luck early in the year talking about his arm strength. I think he's got a lot of it back. Man, their offense looks pretty tough. And Frank Reich is an excellent play caller, kind of right up there, I think, uh, you know, with McVay and, and, and the way Andy Reid. He's done a great job this year, Reich, especially lately. I think this team is rolling. Tannehill back. Who cares? Take the Colts at minus 420. Pats, they're coming off a loss. Now, the last time they played, they lost. They're minus 480 on the road against the Jets. We know here in New York, this is always a weird game. Like, I feel like this Jet team could have zero wins, and they play the Pats tough at home. But I don't think after a bye week, after the Pats coming off a loss, I think they get the job done. Panthers minus one eighty oh. over the Seahawks. Tate, I know you like this. I love it. That that was a t- what a bad loss for the Panthers last week, and a great win for the Seahawks. So let's reverse that. This is what I'm <laughs> talking about. This is where the Panthers bounce back. They win minus one eighty. I think is is good to add to this parlay. And then how the Chargers. Mm. Yeah. So you know I ripped Phil Rivers the other day. I know people are ripping the coach. Yeah, that's on Phil Rivers. He throws a terrible interception right into the hands of Von Miller. Then, 
so mysteriously spiked the that, ball, spiked the ball on third right and three. The two, yeah. What 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 was it? He basically spiked the ball yep. on third down and south. Why are they throwing? Why does he get sacked on second down before the two minute warning? Right. Like what were they doing? Second and three. Run, get the first. They get two plays to pick up three yards and end the game. Total Vintage. madness. Vintage Chargers. I, I blame Phil Rivers on that, but South they ba- bounce back minus seven hundred. They're gonna they're gonna beat up on the Cardinals. Uh, who are no good, and Rosen is just not really ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, Ravens, Eagles, Pats, Panthers, Chargers, Colts, Moneyline Pilot, plus 330. Sorry about that, but this is a winner this week. All right. I do like that. Tate, your Panthers, they bounced. That, that was, I, I thought, good decision by Riverboat Ron. Yeah, I liked it. Bad On pass. I always oh, thought, yeah. I thought if he stepped up. Funches, Funches could have caught some right. passes, uh, and Gano could have made some kicks. It's a, it's a bad loss. Yeah, really bad loss. I don't think it matters. I don't think that. I mean, you play the Saints twice. Still, They're not right? going to win the division anyway. Well, you still have to play the Saints twice, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that is true. But you never know. Falcons could get a cheap win over them, and then you're right. right back in. All right. Yeah, I think you're looking at a five seed though. You're going to Dallas. That's that's the that's the catbird. Seat I love right it. There. That's, that's what I that's hope happens. It's good for everybody, especially with uh, Alex Smith out. All right, Harry, too many Petersons, too many Pattersons for TCU plus four and a half for me. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pass. I want, I, want you to get, I want you to heat up again. All right? So I'm going to wait on that. Parley kid, I don't – I'll tell you what. In Harry's defense, I don't like the Eagles this week. Mm. I like the Harry's Giants. Mm. I don't think they're much better. Mm. I really don't. They're, they're like uh, – if, if anything, if, at the very least, Giants are playing spoiler the rest of the way. And uh, I hated everything I saw. ODB out of the says Eagles. we're winning the ODB says we're winning the division. So oh really? <laughs> Did you just call OBJ ODB? <laughs> ODB, <laughs> old dirty bastard. Old dirty bastard. Yep. He Talk did. about oh, hey. Brother Bry, I'm going over easy with you. Oklahoma, West Virginia, oh, over 84. Even though it's a Clay Travis special this week, oh. I do like it. It's supposed to rain though in Morgantown, but I still like it in the uh, 47, uh, 44 range. So, brother Bry. It's me and you on the Oklahoma-West Virginia game. All right. I think we're like one and five together. But, yeah. <laughs> Bad news for Don't both of us. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, what do you guys got going? We're going to skip the mail this week. What do, you, what do you guys have going? Brother Bry, you are now uh, betting on college wrestling exclusively, right? Are you going to give your picks on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I had, well, until last <laughs> night. I had um, a really bad, well, it was a pretty, I mean, it wasn't so bad, but it was a pretty bad Saturday, Sunday, but. Uh, I found on uh, on one one site. I found a lot of uh, betting on wrestling, which usually you know we don't really see this until the tournament time. But we saw a lot of individual matches, some right. some team matchups. Uh, so I bet on a couple this weekend, and I went on all of them. So now you know I, I said <laughs> I was just going to exclusively uh, exclusively bet on that. But then I took the uh, Chiefs. All right, why don't you t- uh, send that out on Twitter where people can bet that? I don't think we can mention it here because we are. We're yeah. locked into uh, my bookie. But uh, all right. And uh, where are you on Twitter? I'm at the Brother Bry. And so, pro- um, yeah, I've still been struggling, I think, with my college picks the last couple of weeks. I don't know what that Poor was. Brother Bry bet against the Raiders last week. And I have the same bets as you. I didn't I didn't have the Cardinals necessarily, minus five, but I have that no team will have more. Uh, there will be a team with two wins or less. And now the Raiders screwed that up because it's them, it's the Cardinals, and who am I missing? With the the third team with two wins, the Raiders, Cardinals, and uh, San Francisco. And San Francisco, San Francisco. All have two wins. Yeah, 
asking them to go winless, all three of them, the next six weeks is that. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders still could. I mean, the Raiders really just have the Denver is the only other game I think they can win. Yeah. Arizona. You just don't like know one, who's sitting everybody every, at the end. All three teams have like one team. Right. But yeah, you should have seen me at my. What, there was a bunch of people in my house on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, watching the games, but I couldn't have been screaming more <laughs> at the TV for the Raiders winning that game. When when Johnson broke the David Johnson the, called back. Yeah. Well, that, when David Johnson broke that touchdown, but it was called back on a Steelers Jones uh, holding call. Mm-hmm. I lost my shit. I threw the remote down. I was screaming. You would never think I was a, a Raiders fan. In that nice. Game. All right, uh, Parlay Kid. What do you have going yeah. on? Yeah, well, you know, so I should just mention I, I I was able to really find out about those wrestling uh, bets through uh, the Blood Round po- Wrestling podcast guys. They're really good and uh, right. they love to bet wrestling. So uh, that's pretty awesome. So for the wrestling fans out there, Blood Round Wrestling podcast, there you go. Is really good. And Harry, uh, do you so, have any daytime good. radio uh, plugs you want? Talk radio, <laughs> sports. <on? laughs> Delilah. <laughs> no, and now, by the way, when I'm driving around um, for Ken, you know, <laughs> yeah. By the way, we didn't mention like you eating Juan's mustache, mustache the other day was phenomenal. Oh, thank you, thank phenomenal. you. Uh, you know what? And, and so, what was even more phenomenal <laughs> was the tweet, the uh, text Harry sends Brian and I saying that you look five two next to those guys. <laughs> that did. was fantastic. They're big guys, uh, I Harry. Think, I think I said. <laughs> I think I said midget, didn't I? <laughs> I like that Harry body shames me. What a what a what yeah, a disgrace you are! Especially this is not 2017 uh, when you're Listen, when two you're weeks ago. You said you were taller than me. Come on. Well, that's still well. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna parlay, kid. You're at the chalk talker, right? Harry, I'm gonna see you. I'm at the chalk talker. Basketball <laughs> hasn't really started. It practices have started. We have nothing to really talk about in terms of okay. uh, Kyle and the team. That's right. Um, right now, but uh, they're getting about two weeks from now. We'll have a, a lot to mention about that. All right, and Harry, I'm gonna see you this Thanksgiving. You're eating with uh, my family. You and your girlfriend. You'll be here, and uh, and we will measure. You, I hope you gain two and a half, three inches uh, between now and then, so that you could. Uh, maintain this this nonsense talk about being taller than me but we will measure each other uh ourselves then sounds good okay sounds good. Good. uh look i'm uh i did have a i did go one and three over the weekend in uh mm-hmm. college football worst first losing week i've had in five six weeks since i've been posting it still 18 five and one i'll have some more picks this weekend just wondering what you guys have thought. Have you looked at all uh, at any of the uh, – are you going to purchase, first of all, and then have you looked at any of these lines for the Phil Tiger thing? Uh, we might get it. Yeah, you'll be there Friday, right? I might uh, I might yeah. get it. I think I am going to get it. And I've, uh, I know Tiger's minus 200, and I know that Phil supposedly bet a million dollars that he would birdie the first hole today or something. Right. Something like that. He's yeah. making side bets all over the place. And I, I noticed the props. Though. One is interesting. Will there be extra holes? What do you think the line would be if there's extra holes? Plus 180? Plus 700. What? Well, they're just going to quit? Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, you know, it, it's match play, so they could it could end 3-2, it could two end 4-3, but if yeah. they're tied after 18, it's plus 700. Joe House uh, texted me something today. He said, be careful because this is a three-year deal, so they might do some kind of weird thing where Tiger loses mm-hmm. and tries to get revenge next year, but I don't know. I think he's too competitive. When did golf become boxing? I know. Yeah, it is weird. It's amazing. It is weird that they're going. Um, yeah, I, don't you think this Tiger's going to be joking around the whole time? He's going to be trying to be Mr. Funny Guy. I don't know what don't to know. make of it. I think at, at some point they'll get serious. They're going to run out of jokes, probably. They, pro- <laughs> they have to be out by now. Um, and you're at AAO, AAO Harry on Twitter. And here's what I'm going to do. Since Harry is staying at my house and uh, people I know are relying on his picks, I'm going to be listening. Um, I'm going to have my ear to the basement 
listening for hippity dippity, and I will alert everybody on Twitter if that happens. Uh, all bets are off, right, Harry? I've already uh, listen. You know, you can if you want to, but it is been called off. I'm taking the whole holiday weekend off. Uh, of what? I already told her for betting. Or, hippity oh, dippity. hippity dippity. Okay, right. he'll be watching double team. <laughs> double team. <laughs> no, and there's so much golf and double it, team to watch. There you go. All right, Tate. Tate, you sticking around for Thanksgiving or you going home? No, I'll be in uh, Las Vegas for uh, for basketball. Oh, College right. basketball, yeah, yeah. Carolina, Texas, Michigan State, UCLA, all in Vegas Thursday and Friday. Um, uh, I think it. I have some good news for you regarding that. So oh, that's great. Good. Yeah, yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah, and Tate, I know you promised me pie last year from your, your mom. I never never got it. What kind of pie was it? Just so I can imagine. She would it. say pecan, but uh, other people would say pecan. So, okay. Pe- pecan pie. I would take either. Yes, exactly. All right, exactly. and you're at Tate Frazier, right? Yes, on at Twitter? Tate Frazier, GM Street today with Lombardi. Uh, it was a very fun episode. Talked all about the uh, the Chiefs and the Rams, and it's fun to hear Lombardi not enjoy that game because I think everyone else in the world did. So I know it was T- fun. Todd Furman hated it too. I I I, I loved every bit of it. I really so did. did. Trent Dilfer. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It's, it's, yeah, football traditionalists did not enjoy it, but well. Uh, uh, the, the, I, I say I like it every now and then. I think I'd get bored of that if every game was like that. And his uh, people are saying, well, every game is like that. It's like, well, that's not the case. It just isn't. You know? Yeah, wait till Khalil Mack's going up against Jared Goff. It'll be different. Right. It'll be a different story. All right. Uh, yeah, shoot us an email at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. We're looking, for, um, we're looking for new entries for the sports gamblers. What is it? The De- Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame in Pahrump? I've already forgot. It's been so long since we've well, inducted we, somebody. We've let Ken run it, so who knows? That's right. There. Our friend Ken is running it now, but that's in Pahrump. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Hey, lock it in Monday through Friday, Fox Sports 1, 430 to 530. Actually, we're up Thursday and Friday, so catch back up next week. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live, 1135 tonight and every weeknight ABC. That's that. For the Degenerate Trifecta, Bill Simmons, Tate Frazier, John Claude Van Damme, Dennis Rodman, I'm Sal, saying so long and happy handicapping. Hey, let's talk quickly about Hotel Tonight. By showing you top-rated hotels with unsold rooms, Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book your stay at an amazing rate. And even though their name's Hotel Tonight, you can book in advance. Perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, booking a place with a pool, and more. So, to start scoring amazing deals and incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now.